Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's Word. Today, we're going to be reading Jude chapter 1 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We'll review key takeaways and end our session with a prayer. So let's get started. Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and a brother of James, to those who have been called, who are loved in God, the Father, and kept for Jesus Christ, mercy, peace, and love be yours in abundance. The sin and doom of ungodly people. Dear friends, although I was very eager to write to you about the salvation we share, I felt compelled to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to God's holy people. For certain individuals whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. They are ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ, our only sovereign and Lord. Though you already know all this, I want to remind you that the Lord at one time delivered his people out of Egypt, but later destroyed those who did not believe. And the angels who did not keep their positions of authority, but abandoned their proper dwelling, this he has kept in darkness, bound with everlasting chains for judgment on the great day. In a similar way, Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding towns gave themselves up to sexual immorality and perversion. They serve as an example of those who suffer the punishment of eternal fire. In the very same way, on the strength of their dreams, these ungodly people pollute their own bodies, reject authority, and heap abuse on celestial beings. But even the archangel Michael, when he was disputing with the devil about the body of Moses, did not himself dare to condemn him for slander, but said, The Lord rebuke you. Yet these people slander whatever they do not understand, and the very things they do understand by instinct, as irrational animals do, will destroy them. Woe to them! They have taken the way of Cain. They have rushed for profit into Balaam's error. They have been destroyed in Korah's rebellion. These people are blemishes at your love feasts, eating with you without the slightest qualm, shepherds who feed only themselves. They are clouds without rain, Blown along by the wind, autumn trees without fruit and uprooted twice dead. They are wild waves of the sea, foaming up their shame, wandering stars for whom blackest darkness has been reserved forever. Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied about them. See, the Lord is coming with thousands upon thousands of his holy ones to judge everyone and to convict all of them of all the ungodly acts they have committed in their ungodliness and all of the defiant words and godly sinners have spoken against him. These people are grumblers and fault-finders. They follow their own evil desires. They boast about themselves and flatter others for their own advantage. A call to persevere. But dear friends, remember what the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ foretold. They said to you, in the last times there will be scoffers who will follow their own ungodly desires. These are the people who divide you, who follow mere natural instincts and do not have the Spirit. But you, dear friends, by building yourself up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. Be merciful to those who doubt. Save others by snatching them from the fire. To others, show mercy, mixed with fear, hating even the clothing stained by corrupt flesh. Thexology. To him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you before his glorious presence, without fault and with great joy. To the only God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages, now and forevermore. Amen. This is the end of Jude chapter 1. And 
we see here um, an interesting message. It's reminding us of the sin and doom of ungodly people. What happened to people who follow the way of Cain? What happened to people who follow the way of Sodom and Gomorrah? It shows us that God does judge the world and will judge the world. He has done it in the past and will do it in the future, as promised in the Bible by his word. And he wants to make sure that we can tell apart the folks who come to deceive us. Uh, those folks that are shepherds who only feed themselves. These are the supposedly pastors and leaders who enrich themselves at the expense of other people's money, but do nothing for the church, for the body of Christ. And so he says, be wary of those people. They are dead inside and they also are dead outside. They produce no fruit. But he calls us to persevere. He, he tells us to be compassionate with those who are on the wrong path to try to bring them back to Jesus Christ, try to bring them back to eternal life, uh, to be merciful to those who doubt. Um, but he promises that he will come and that Jesus is the servant of all glory, that Jesus is basically the difference maker for all of mankind. He is the lamb. He is our redeemer. He is the gate. He's the branch. He's our savior. He's the living water. He's the light of the world and the bread of life. And he offers salvation to all of us. And all we need to do is accept it. And because of him, we will be made righteous and be able to stand in front of God one day. So this is a great promise that Jude just keeps reminding us of and really centers our faith and centers us on the thing that matters, which is our relationship with God. So let us pray. Father God, thank you for this amazing message from you today. Thank you for these wonderful words of wisdom. We understand, Lord, that all that matters is you. All that matters is our relationship with you, Lord. We thank you that you sent us your only son to conquer death, to conquer sin, to rise up from the dead, and to live forever in eternity at your right hand, ruling alongside you. So, Lord, we just, we're so thankful for this because now we're able to enter into that eternal life. We're, we're able to be made righteous, to have our sins washed away, and then be in your presence, Lord. And this is such a great reward, Lord. And so we just ask that you continue to allow the Holy Spirit to be in us, around us, to dwell throughout our lives, to protect us and to give us the wisdom to understand that the only thing that matters is you, Lord, in our relationship with Jesus. And so through that, we shut everything else aside and we focus on that one thing, our relationship with you, Lord. And we know that one day we'll be together with you in eternity. And so give us the comfort, the patience, the wisdom, and the understanding. We ask this in your son's glorious name, Jesus. Amen. This concludes today's reading interpretation of Jude chapter 1. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.